0: Hi and welcome. Welcome to Finding Proof. This is the live show for this week and I'm being a little bit cheeky of course if you've read the title to the show. Today we are talking about preparing for the C word and by that I mean Christmas. Get your mind out of the gutter. So today I wanted to run through with you. Hi Jen, welcome. I wanted to run through with you The top, I guess, top three ideas that are running through my mind at the moment as a business owner around preparing for the coming Christmas season because, of course, this weekend we land ourselves firmly into December and we all know what happens next. It's a very fast and slippery skate down a very steep hill towards Christmas and panic starts to rise for many of us, especially those of us in business. So I'm wondering how you feel about Christmas because being a psychologist, I know from years of working with individual clients, I know very well that not everybody loves Christmas. A lot of people have all sorts of reasons for Finding Christmas to be a really difficult time of year. So for some people, it's a sense of isolation and loneliness. For other people, it's a trigger for grief and loss of those who are no longer with us. For others, it's financial stress and so on and so on. There are so many reasons why people fi- can find Christmas to be a different, a difficult Time of year. In fact, this Sunday evening I'll be being interviewed live on the ABC radio, that's Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Uh, ABC Hobart will be interviewing me to talk very much around what it is that people can do to cope better with Christmas if it's a difficult time of year for them. Jen's saying she tends to ignore it till the very last minute. I am guilty, Your Honour. I am also <laughs> an ignorer until the last minute. We have a bit of a thing in my family. One of my children has a uh, has a December birthday. And, of course, our planning usually evolves around the birthday first. So we make it all about the birthday. Then we pop up our Christmas tree the day after which of course then leads me to be thinking, I'm pretty organized, I've got the birthday sorted out, I think I'm doing okay, and then post-birthday it's like, oh my goodness, (laughs) what have I been doing? (laughs) Christmas is around the corner. So I think it's really one of those times of year, and this is the first thing that I wanted to raise today, Christmas is a real trigger for time scarcity. When you're worried about how much time there is left until Christmas for your business, oh my goodness, I can't fit any more clients in until after Christmas and we get we get stuck in this mindset until um, I guess we get stuck in this mindset, thinking that it's almost as if we feel that the world ends at Christmas. And of course, it's really just a break. For most people, it's a break. So thinking about what you can get achieved between now and Christmas, there's just as much time between now and Christmas and at any other time of year when you're planning a month in advance to be doing something. So so my first strategy is to recognize when time scarcity is sneaking into your thinking and creating that fear-based mindset around panic of time, not enough time, not enough time, not enough time. We see that pop up at various times of year, but the Christmas and New Year break in particular seems to really get people frantically Worried about trying to get everything done before Christmas. Now, I know in the Northern Hemisphere, the Christmas, New Year break, so you have Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas, then you have New Year, Um, it's not the same swathe of holiday that we have here in Australia. So in Australia school ends for the year um, mid to late December, so lead up to Christmas. And then we have children have on average about six weeks of their, their summer holidays because of course in Australia Christmas is in the middle of summer. So so families are often thinking I've only got this many weeks and then it's six weeks until I can get back on track. So for those families who take the whole of the summer break, there's an understandable sense of urgency. So in that sense, it's time now to start planning and to really be sitting down and blocking out your time. Now I would make the same recommendation to students preparing for exams sit down about a month beforehand block out your time so you've got time to do all the things you need to do so in business we'd be blocking out time to do the marketing things that you would ordinarily do making sure they don't get lost in the Christmas rush. Blocking out time to do the administrative things that you need to do. So you don't get that sense of building overwhelm. Blocking out time for Christmas shopping because you need to do that too. Block out time for yourself. This is really important. I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you celebrate Christmas or not. I don't care what time of year you're listening to this episode. Make sure that your diary always has time for you in it even if it is a rock solid blocking out of your lunch break to make sure you take a lunch break. So getting back to this time scarcity and this Christmas rush, let's need some water, one moment. What can often happen is we feel so pressured around time that our self care can slide. And so we drag ourselves to the finish line at Christmas time feeling exhausted. So tip number one, be aware of time scarcity and the panic that time scarcity will throw at you. That's that fear-based, anxious, worried sensation around not having enough time so you can be proactive in that sense and start now start blocking out time right up to christmas and also if you're running a business you know you know that there's no real holidays in business but you can plan your holidays around there being little bits of time. So do the flip. So in the holidays, most of the time should be about you and your family and your friends with lots and lots of downtime, lots and lots of time away from your phone. What you can do to feel like you're keeping on top of things and schedule this now so that that sense of time scarcity is reduced a little for you as well. Block out time during your holiday where you're saying, "Right, I'm going to spend an hour each day or Half an hour each evening and each morning, whatever whatever works best for you, but block that little bit of time each day or every second day so that you know that you're going to keep on top of your email while you're on holidays or you know that you're going to check the cash flow while you're on holidays, but you're going to do it in a discreet way manner so that the rest of the time you can relax, you can put your phone away, you can have completely untouchable time and just relax knowing that you've got specified times when you're going to be dipping your toe into your business mindset and then coming back out fully immersed into your holiday frame of mind. Hi Andrea, welcome. We're talking about how to manage the lead up, the slippery slope down towards Christmas because of course December starts this weekend and my first tip is around watching for a scarcity mindset and putting some really simple strategies in place around your diary management, blocking time in the lead up to Christmas to make sure you get all the things you need to do and blocking time during the Christmas break and beyond if you're having an extended holiday to make sure that you know you've got little pockets of time each day or each second day to keep on top of the tasks that As a business owner, you need to keep on top of even though you're on holidays because then the rest of the time you can relax. That also acts as a bit of a pressure release valve. So at this point, when you're feeling that time pressure and that time scarcity, knowing that you've got pockets of time blocked into your diary all the way to February and beyond, if you like, you can know, you can go into Christmas knowing that you're a bit more organized than you feel right now. In fact, I've got with me, my handy dandy brand new 2019 wall calendar which I actually am going to be working on this week to do this very thing of blocking out patches of time when I'll be working on certain things and patches of time when I'll be completely down tools for for my children while they're on school holidays. Now the second strategy, the second strategy I alluded to it already and that is self-care self-care for yourself individually for your family so you're feeling that you're caring for your family this is a time of year when people struggle emotionally and if family is a trigger then your self-care needs to incorporate people who support you at this time of year and make you feel energized at this time of year as a business leader Or a business owner, an entrepreneur, you're oftentimes feeling like you're the one carrying the can, and this time of year is going to be that magnified because you are the one carrying the can. You're the responsible one. You're the person whose name's on the bank accounts. You're the person who pays the bills. You're the person whose name is on the lease of your business premises. So, being conscious of your self care during this time, because many businesses, mine included, Take a break over Christmas. What does that mean for a small business? Reduced revenue. So you're going to be a bit stressed financially as well. So being sure that you're taking the time you need just to keep your batteries charged up. Now it's important that you, to do this, simpler strategy is take your breaks and finish on time. So your lunch break for the next month really needs to be set in concrete. I don't care if it's only half an hour, I don't care if it's only 15 minutes, but it needs to be a down tools break and preferably away from your desk. So if you can step outside your office or step outside your workspace, go and sit in the sunshine for five minutes. Those of you in the northern hemisphere, I know it's cold. Put a hat on, put a scarf on, step outside, get a little bit of vitamin D. It's hard to come by at this time of year in winter for you guys. Get outside, get some fresh air. It'll rejuvenate your energies, it'll rejuvenate your thinking and it's just taking that little breather, that little moment that is just yours and you need that every day. Every day you need that. Um, What's your caffeine intake? Watch your alcohol intake. All those other substances that you may be using as a bit of a prop to keep you afloat during this busy and stressful time of year. Just monitor that you're not escalating. Monitor that you maybe you are alternating between a coffee and a water, for example. Or you are, um, if you're a coffee drinker, maybe stop using the cafe right outside your office and go to the one. Two blocks away, so you walk. In, factoring a walk in as well, that'll also reduce how many times you drink your coffee during the day. So self care. Now, when we talk self care, people are usually assuming that I mean bubble baths, chocolate, that sort of thing. Sure, do those things if that works for you. I would love more bubble baths, <laughs> not so much more chocolate, but that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having enough respect for yourself that you're putting yourself first, at least once every day. And that can be just that 15 minutes away from your desk and away from your phone. So have a think about what you can pop into your day that shows you that you are respecting your own needs each day. It might be setting a strict bedtime. It might be setting a a, a slightly earlier get-up time so you've got time for a walk Uh, because, of course, looking after ourselves is the first thing to fall off the side of our desk when we're busy at this time of year. Okay. Now the third of course has to be money it has to be money everybody's worried about money this time of year i know it what you can be doing right now is having a look at your finances having a talk to your bank if that's what you need to do if you need to shore up your business over this period of time with a, with an overdraft do it Talk to your bank now. Don't leave it to the last minute and then panic over the Christmas, New Year, but break as you're watching the money go out of the bank account still because all the direct debits are still coming out, but there's no revenue coming in over that break time. Have a think about being proactive. Now, scarcity mindset, again, is the culprit here. We often get so afraid of our financial risks when we're in business that we stop looking. We get a little bit like, I don't want to know. As long as I can't see it, it's not happening. Now, what I want you to be thinking about is forewarned, is forearmed financially, just as it is in any other area of life. So have a think about, look at what the patterns are in your banking, in your financial structures at the moment. Get some financial advice if you need it. I'm not going to give you financial advice, that that ain't my bag. But I will say that allowing scarcity to set you up to fail financially over this tricky time of year is something you can nip in the bud right now. So thinking about abundance, there's more than enough to go around, there's more than enough time to get this sorted out, there's more than enough money in the world to get creative now to increase your revenue streams over this particular period of time if that's what you need to do. Thinking about talking to your bank, talking to your accountant, some kind of financial advice thinking about what else you might be able to do to just scaffold a little bit over that Christmas New Year break while the revenue is lower than it is at other times of the year. People also, of course, are worried about Christmas presents. Now, I'm seeing lots of posts on Instagram which I really love and they're things like experiences rather than presents and kids want your presence rather than your presents. Now, I don't know whose kids they are. My kids are very happy with the presents, thanks very much, and not so fast, whether I'm present. Well, they play with the presents, but um, I do know that they crave quality time. They do crave quality time. So... My focus is very much around what do we do as a family at this time of year. Now, Christmas, you know, I'll give you a little insight. Christmas is a tricky time for my family because we have every member of my family living somewhere different, just about, and and it makes it really, really hard. I grew up I grew up in a small town and I grew up having the biggest Christmases where everyone came and there was Wrapping paper everywhere, and there were big roasts. And I know, you know, in, in Australia we've shifted a little bit, but when I was growing up, we were still very much trying to mimic Mother England. And we would we would have these great big roast lunches, roast lambs, roast chicken, roast everything for Christmas lunch, even though it would be thirty degrees Celsius outside. I mean, it was crazy, right? We're a bit more sensible these days and you know, prawns and pavlovas seem to feature more in Christmas lunches these days. So I grew up in a family that was very much together, very much in all in the one small town and and I remember those Christmases as being wonderful. However, you know, I, I can't offer that to my children as easily these days and my children's Christmases are very much about experiences. So of course last year we were in the snow for Christmas, we, we travelled so that we could have a white Christmas. This year we're going to be very much in our community for this Christmas so we're going to actually be spending Christmas within, within our school community which is going to be something completely different again. So have a think about what are the things that will make the Christmas memorable for you and your family that don't cost extra money that might actually make it a unique Christmas so that that pressure on the presents is a little bit reduced. I know it's really hard. The financial, the gifts these days are, you know, I don't think that's ever changed. I think parents always have been stressed about what to buy children for Christmas. Think about your team. If you work in a business that has a team of people, what are you doing? for your your end of year celebration and is it something that is extravagant, is it something that is simple, we've done extravagant in the past, this year we're having a really simple relaxed Christmas celebration in our office space and it's going to be really lovely and I'm really excited about it because there'll be no pressure, no pressure to be anywhere at a specific time, no pressure to leave at a specific time, we can play the music we enjoy and so on. So we're doing it a little bit differently this year. Next year we might have a start of year celebration because we'll have new team members joining us at the end of January or mid-January. So we might decide to have a beginning of year celebration next year instead to welcome our new team members. So mixing it up with your staff and your colleagues and not sort of falling prey to the assumptions. This is a big word to be thinking about at this time of of the year. What am I assuming I must or should do? This is like a secret tip. When you're hearing yourself using the words should or must, I should be able to cope with this. I should have enough presents for my kids. I should this, I should that. In my world, should is a really dirty word. So when you are hearing yourself shoulding and musting around Christmas, just pull yourself back a little bit. Hang on a minute. What am I assuming here? And is this actually right for me and my business or is this actually right for me and my family given our current situation? So having a think about that. So the three tips, the key tips, I'm just checking for comments. The three key tips, time management to avoid time scarcity, planning ahead so that your time is more easily plotted out so that you don't feel like you're losing time. And, in, and on the other end of that, that's in the lead up to Christmas, and on the other side of that of course is having some business time, little discrete episodes of business time slotted into your holiday if that's what you need to do to keep your business going because as a small business owner I know, I need to keep an eye on things even when I'm on holidays. So blocking in little bits of discrete time over your holiday time so that you can dip in, check what's going on and then dip back out again. Um, I would also make sure, aligned aligned to that, that each day that you're on holiday, you have untouchable time. And by that I mean phones and laptops turned off so you're not contactable for a short period of time. It might only be for a couple of hours, but just so you know that there's time every day where you can just relax without being interrupted. That's really important if you've got team who are still in the office who might ring you and disturb your reverie while you're lying on a beautiful beach somewhere just allow yourself a little bit of time each day. If you can't afford the whole day, then a little bit of time each day is better than nothing. And that of course feeds into that second strategy that I talked about, which is all about self-care, all about making sure in the lead up to Christmas that you've got little pockets of time just for you so that when you're feeling overwhelmed, you know that I've got these strategies up my sleeve I can nip next door and get a coffee or I can walk around the block to get some sunshine and fresh air so make sure there's time take your breaks and related to that take your leave I think that leave accrual is a little bit like having a pair of golden handcuffs people look at their leave balances and go oh look if I just if I don't take my leave yet then I can actually build up to like a huge chunk of leave and then before you know it You know, people are getting really super stressed and they haven't taken any leave because they're kind of stuck in this cycle of building it up. You're far wiser, especially as a business owner, far wiser to be taking leave regularly throughout the year and deal with big holidays when they come. Okay, deal with big holidays when they come because there's always time off in lieu, maybe, or maybe, or that's if you're an employee, of course. As a business owner, you're going to work when you're on your big holiday anyway. You know that. I know that. Let's stop kidding ourselves. Take your leave regularly or you will blow up and bust, my friend. And the third one, of course, is some financial structuring around yourself in the lead up to Christmas and looking beyond. So having a plan and start your planning and your conversations with your financial advisors or bankers or whoever now. You've got it, you've got what, three weeks, three and a half weeks to Christmas. Now's the time to make sure that everything is set up so that you can head into the Christmas break or the Christmas holiday or the school holidays, knowing that you've got systems in place to scaffold you financially. Alright, now very quick check to see if I've got any comments or questions that I need to answer before we finish up for today thank you Jen and Andrea for being live with me today it's always a pleasure having you I know Jen you're almost always there I don't know what I would do if you weren't there one day I'd worry about you all right so let's have a look and see if we've got any quick comments or questions I don't think we do thanks for the love hearts Jen all right I think it's a it's a um it's a really good I find the end of November is a really good time to be looking at um, these things. This is why I'm talking about this now rather than two weeks from Christmas. it's It's so important to have that mindset heading into Christmas, that being very conscious of any scarcity related, mindset influences, so financial scarcity, uh, time scarcity, they're the two major culprits at this time of year that get people intensely stressed and related to time scarcity is this belief that the world suddenly ends on the 24th of December because then everyone's away. I think in Australia it's more um, understandable because often people are away for longer leave breaks. But as a business owner, your business will be open again in five minutes time. So your holidays will be far too short. So thinking beyond Christmas is really important. Thinking beyond New Year is really important. So planning ahead now gives you that sense of the world doesn't end on the 24th of December. Things will keep ticking over. In my world as a mental health professional, I encourage my mentoring clients to view this and my team to view this Christmas New Year break as if we were just fully booked for that period of time and so we're just looking beyond that period of time. That's when we, that's when we book our next client in because I hear my team saying the same things. Oh my goodness, we're fully booked until Christmas or oh my goodness, we're fully booked until January. Well, January is only four, four and a bit weeks away and that's not uncommon for us to be fully booked Four, four and a bit weeks. So I think when we start, we feel that panic around, oh my gosh, I'm fully booked until January. It's because it's next year. So it's like a mindset thing. It's like it seems so far away. How could we possibly be booked that? so? F- how, how is it that it's going to take so long before I can see a new client? It's only four weeks. Sky isn't falling in. World isn't ending. It's four weeks. Consider it like a full diary. It's the same sort of thing. But that panic sets in at this time of year. Can you hear the difference? It really is panic-driven and understandable, understandable because there's a lot going on. So if you're if you've got a regular marketing strategy that you employ, don't let it fall off the table just because Christmas is coming. Keep consistent with the things that you're always doing. Keep consistent with the things that you need to do for yourself so that you don't implode and enjoy. Enjoy this time of year. Be organised so that you can relax a little bit more and enjoy it. That's it for me. I will talk to you again next week for the Finding Proof Live show. Don't forget the podcast is being regularly updated. So there are there's lots of new information on the podcast if you're also listening to the podcast. If you haven't discovered the podcast yet, your whatever your favourite podcast platform, if you search either my name or Finding Proof, you'll find the podcast there. And there's lots of good stuff in there for you to listen to while you're driving if you find watching the videos a bit of a challenge. So... That's it from me for this week for the Finding Proof Live show. Look forward to talking to you again next week, if not before. Thanks again. Bye.